This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cardscast, a football edition of the Cardscast, specifically offensive side of the ball and specifically skill position. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, uh, this is a football team coming up that Scott Satterfield has. We're going to talk on the offensive side of the ball that, you know, it, he's got some playmakers over there. Yeah, no, uh, he really does. And uh, I, I was fortunate enough to spend some time with a couple of those guys uh, last week when I was in California, Michael. I, I'm, I'm excited about so, – so we see let, – let's take a step back here. We see the line, we see the line play, and they've got what 84% of their snaps back on the offensive line. So we know that that is going to be a very, very good, uh, uh, the offensive line is going to be very good, or it should be coming up this year. The running back room is loaded with people, with, with people. Okay. So we, we know that that's, yeah, we know that they're, they're deep there, but with with Malik Cunningham back, and with a guy like Amari Huggins, Bruce, who I thought when you really take the cover off of last year and you really do a deep dive for a guy who early in the season we were hearing was struggling with the with the playbook a little bit, for a guy like that to come in and do what he did and put up the numbers he did as a true freshman, who by the way didn't get here early last year you know so he was a late arrival so for a guy who did that I'm super excited to see what he can do this year and of course Malik's just put up ridiculous numbers in his career and and I'm just so pumped up to see what Malik can do one last time one last year and uh, and when he's motivated to uh, to not only win games but he's motivated enough to to make himself look better because he knows that the draft is out there. Yeah, you know, one of the common themes really over that's kind of overseen or hovered above Malik, I should say, uh, since Scott Satterfield has gotten here is um, one, patience, and two, uh, becoming comfortable in the pocket. And those are things they've worked on every, you know, every spring and, and fall camp uh, throughout the season, trying to get them better. And we've seen, you know, strides get up there. He's obviously had some roller coaster, but his numbers, you know, after being turnover prone two years ago, improved last year. And this spring, they basically said, stay in the pocket. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that evolves, how much of a difference that will will make in his game. But like you said, he puts up some crazy numbers, and he basically is the heart of the Louisville offense. And uh, you clearly need him to remain healthy and have a good season. And as you point out with uh, Amari Huggins-Bruce, you know, really, really impressive true freshman year. I mean, 29 catches, 444 yards, four touchdowns. Um, you know, he's, he's a guy that can take the ball in a jet sweep and, you know, create problems that way as well. So um, if he can take that step forward from a freshman to a sophomore season and continue to make those strides, you know, obviously now being a more year uh, you know, comfortable in the offense, knows the expectations, you know, 
it is probably, you know, starting to fill out a little bit of a, maybe a leadership role as well as in that room uh, with so many new faces that have come in and, and competition as well, which can be a great motivator. Um, really looking forward to how Malik works, works with all the receivers. And we especially looking forward to seeing how that relationship between him and Amari Huggins Bruce progresses in 2022. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, you know, look, he's a guy, uh, Amari is a guy who came in and uh, he's a guy who, uh, who, who came in and, and played well. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. said last year, I mean, 40, you know, 444 yards, he had 29 catches. So, I mean, it, it was there for him. Uh, uh, it was there for him to play well and or for him to, um, to, um, we saw what he can do. And I, but, but to go back, Michael, and I had a chance to chat with Amari, and I'm going to play some of that sound here in, in a couple minutes. But I thought this at the be, at the, when I was watching throughout the year and watching how he progressed as a player, that play in the Western Kentucky game where, or was it Eastern Kentucky? It was one of the two. Was it, it was Western Kentucky, wasn't it? Where he took the ball and went 95 yards and he fumbled the ball as he was celebrating going into the end zone. Oh, yeah. That play really, really kind of helped move him forward, in my opinion, and uh, I gave him – at the time, it really upset the coaching staff. He was ticked off about it. Malik gave him – you know I mean? Guys gave him a hard time like like they should have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was yeah. one of those deals where, man, what are you – what what's going on? It was Eastern Kentucky uh, is what it was in the second game of the year. Um, but, Michael, I think that play – kind of really motivated him to get not only get better but to know that uh that there was never he was never going to be able to do something like that again like he was always going to be able to or he was always needing to be able to do the the little details the fine little things and make sure he got all that kind of stuff right and uh, boy oh boy he is a guy um that when you talk to him now he is very motivated and very excited to get uh, this season on and, and, and move forward. I did have a chance to talk with Amari and with uh, Malik both at the at the Steve Clarkson, the QB retreat. And, and, you know, one of those things, those guys didn't do a ton at the QB retreat. Heck, I don't know that Amari ran, but maybe one route. You know what I mean? Like they just <laughs> – yeah. but but it was more about in, in this world of name, image, and likeness, in this world of – of, of the student athlete coming first and, and all the stuff that's going on. It was, it was more about who he was able to hang out with. You know what I mean? Like he spent, you know, he spent time with Heisman trophy winner, Bryce Young from Alabama. You know, he was hanging out with, uh, uh, you know, Jordan Addison, the, uh, from Pittsburgh, the, uh, uh, who, uh, Trace transferred from to USC. He was hanging out with, you know, uh, you know, Pierce Clarkson's dad was obviously there and the connections that they have and all that. So, He's hanging out with a lot of dudes, and uh, uh, um, in, in in it's uh, um, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. Like uh, I, I think that this kid uses a weekend like that to uh, to kind of help move himself a little bit forward, a little bit not only on the field but but off the field as well. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited. Obviously, I'm excited for Malik, but I'm really excited to see what Amari. Michael, here's uh, my conversation uh, with Louisville sophomore receiver Amari Huggins-Bruce. Uh, I feel like he came from my plan, plan from last year. Make, 
making a name for myself a little bit already and get my name out there and people reaching out and opening opportunities for me. It is a this is a very good way to open more opportunities, is it not? Yes, sir. Have you have you found that out? I mean, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. The guys that's here, I mean, we first rounders yeah. in, the, in the future. So, yeah. what? How difficult was last year for you? Kind of going through every, you know, just going through the transition of being a young guy. And I mean, it, it, it's just a, it's a hard thing for everybody. Yeah, the hardest thing I would say is transitioning into uh, time management, different times, waking up early, having to be at a certain time, place at a certain time, uh, learning the playbook was. One of the things I had issues with at the beginning, but now I got it. Do you feel like that thing again when you dropped that ball? It was at Eastern Kentucky. Did that kind of send you off on the right? You know what I mean? Like you made a great play and you just made a mistake, and it seemed like after that your confidence and everything kind of went up. Yeah, I mean that play really motivated me. I mean, it, it, I felt I felt it all season, but I know it'll come again. So. I just take that and learn from it and don't make no more mistakes. Well, for you in the offseason, um, was was it difficult to – I mean, a lot of people going in the transfer portal, there was a lot of, you know, like different things out there about different people and all that kind of stuff. Did you feel like, hey, this is the spot for me where you want to make a name for yourself? Absolutely. I, I mean, it's a lot of guys that hit the transfer portal that came in with me, but that never been – I mean – I played last year, so I didn't really have a reason to really look into stuff like that. I just right. know I want to build on from last year. And happy where I'm at. Has the NIL been good to you so far? Yes, sir, it has. Is that a big? Is that a big thing? I mean, because it, it seems like for you guys at Louisville, it really is. It does play a factor. Yeah, it play a big factor. Making money in college, man, that's unbelievable, man. Malik seems like he is kind of taken that next just watching him and, and how he interacts with people he's gone from a really good quarterback to one of the best and a leader do you feel that that he's like he's he's gotten so mature and he's really kind of he's kind of that leader guy isn't he I mean from day one when I stayed on campus I already knew that I mean he came up to me told me what was uh he told me what everything I needed to do and ever since then, I mean, he's been in my corner. That's a guy I can always talk to. He's like a mentor to me. Been nice to be here with him? Yes, sir. What, uh, what do you expect from yourself this year? A thousand yards, at least 10 touchdowns, do you really? ACC championship. Is a thousand yards, is that the goal? Yes, sir. That's definitely the goal. And what do you feel like you have to do to get there? Just get the ball in my hands and I'm going to get that. All right, that was Amari Huggins, Bruce. I spent some time with him at Steve Clarkson's QB retreat last week out in uh, – uh, Los Angeles, Santa Monica, California. And again, I think Amari's in for a huge, huge time this uh, coming season for the Louisville Cardinals. And we know one guy that's in for a huge season. He had a huge season a couple years ago, another year, another year. He is the veteran now. Malik Cunningham uh, was one of the marquee guys that were the counselors at the QB retreat uh, that Steve Clarkson put on. Uh, Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner from uh, from uh, uh, Alabama, was there. Ohio State C.J. Stroud was there. Malik Cunningham was one of the guys that uh, uh, a lot of the kids, the younger kids, were uh, attracted to, to to talk to, to try to get their his autograph and to kind of hang out with. He's one of those guys in college football that, you know, he might not be the the star when you think about it, but when you look at his numbers and you talk to Malik, uh, you know 
that uh, that he is going to uh, he's going to be uh, a superstar again this year on and off the field. And I'm excited to see what this final run as he runs it back one more time with the final run from Malik Cunningham will be. Here's my time spending with Malik. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, I feel like I've been on like a little rap tour for for like the last whole month. So I was just traveling and working out and things. But this is the last stop before uh, we have to go back and um, lock in for the season. So I'm actually happy. What else have you been doing? I uh, was training with Quincy down in Atlanta. Uh, spent some time in uh, Miami. Um, I went back home for Mother's Day. Then I've been out here, like back and forth to Atlanta, just working out and it's been going good. So um, Cali's the last stop before, uh, like I said, it's time for work. Do you feel like, are you ready for this? Oh yeah, like this, I don't know, like, I'm not very like brag about myself, but like every day I tell myself like, this is gonna be the year. I tell the guys all every day, like group chat, text them, like make sure the boys ready for this ride. It's gonna be a good one. What's gonna be different about Malik? Different, it's gonna be a whole different like demeanor, how I look at things, like, I, just, I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's going to be a whole different, like, ball game, like, totally locked in. Like, not saying I've never been locked in, but, like, now it's just, like, the level of focus that I have, like, I just responsibilities right way more, like, and I kind of like I kind of like it, like, everything on my shoulders. And so, like, the first I take them, that's far as we're going to go. I know you, it was tough for you back in the, you know, to, to decide to come back. Yeah. Aren't you glad though now that you're sitting here getting ready to go back and, and kind of lock in? Aren't you glad you are? Because it, it seems like it's going to be a better year. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Like like I said, like even at the end of the year, a lot of a lot of doubts about me coming back. Like I really was thinking about leaving, like leaving the school because like it was only so much I can do by myself. And then like just sitting down with coaches and my family, and I was really thinking it out because like like I said, I was very on the verge of like yeah getting in the portal, but. Uh, talking to the coach and um, the coach that he got, I did tell him that we had to make some changes, and that's what he did his off season. And we got a lot of a lot of coaching changes and a lot of transfer players that's going to help us uh, do it, achieve our goals with the AC championship. Coach Taylor, your relationship with him, mm -hmm. uh, I know you have a good relationship with Coach Thomas, uh -huh. or you did, but Coach Taylor, how has he added to that? And how are the new guys? What do you kind of expect? I mean, um, I, I, the new receivers they've been there since the spring. Uh, DJ, I mean, D Wig and uh, T Huddy. And so just being with those guys for like those three months, just gelling with them, I can't wait to see, see those guys. They were very busy uh, all season, so I couldn't really get with them. But when we get back, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be on and popping. I mean, just having those guys, the older guys is in the room to help like Amari and a lot of those Chris Bell, a lot of those young guys coming in. And then like, I mean, all the transfers on defense, the defensive back, like all those guys coming in, that's gonna be a lot of competition. So I can't wait to see that. It's Coach Taylor though, have you got a good relationship? Oh yeah, yeah, me and Coach Taylor, like, like he's a cool dude. Like, I really like him, glad he's part of the staff and he brings a lot of structure yeah. and he's gonna get those receivers right. Not saying that Coach Brew didn't, but like Coach Taylor just brings uh, some more, like more structure, I feel like. This has been good for Amari. He's, oh, yeah. he's a guy that I know kind of struggled at times yeah. mentally last mm -hmm. year. Is something like this good for him? Oh yeah, for sure. Just be around those other guys. A lot of those guys are almost the same age as him, like Josh Downs. I didn't even know like those guys are the same age as him. And um, just being around those them guys and a lot of the quarterbacks, uh, just him seeing the mature, like how they act, and I feel like it definitely helps because like last year was he did he did do a lot of like childish stuff, but that's just how it is when you're coming out of high school and right. being promised a lot of things. So yeah. this year he definitely uh, will step up to a bigger role because we're gonna need him this year. That's Malik Cunningham with Jody Demling. Jody, great conversations with both uh, Malik and Amari Huggins-Bruce. Again, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast, uh, really looking forward to seeing how that relationship develops. Really looking forward, as far as Malik goes, as I mentioned, seeing how this spring is going to impact this fall. Um, you know, because if he if he can become a little bit more uh, comfortable in that pocket and not so quick to take off with his feet, which, of course, he's quite dangerous when he does take off. 
but give his receivers a moment and, and, and take advantage of that veteran offensive line and be able to hit some guys in strides more frequently than I think this offense, you know, can be that difference maker that it needs to be almost on every possession. So really looking forward to seeing if that progression that they've been working on for quite a while continues to take another step in 2022. Yep. Excited for both of them. Like I said before, you know Malik's going to have a good year. I'm just excited to see what he can build on and what he's going to be better at and kind of move on. And, uh, and you just know, I just feel like Amari Huggins Bruce is in for a huge season. So congrats. I'm excited for both of those guys. Thanks for them um, for spending some time with me at the Clarkson retreat. Good guys. And I think they learned uh, a lot off the field, uh, spending some time with, uh, you know, the corporate people and, uh, and, uh, and, and some of the Adidas people out there that were, that were at that camp. So a fun, uh, fun time. This has been a, edition of the football edition of the cards cast for Michael McCammon. I'm Jody Dimling. We'll see you soon. We'll talk some more football later this week and some baseball. Don't forget, don't forget, keep clicking at cardinalauthority.com. Survivor 46 is here. And so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.